0: We live life through stories, stories for mere information, stories for learning, stories for building cultures, stories for painting the future, stories for creating the future. Our lives are a culmination of stories one after the other. You and I are who or what we are today because of stories we chose to believe or stories we created all stories we are creating. Welcome to Storytelling for Parenting, a podcast channel by Arrows and a faith-based parenting community. On this podcast, we will tell stories, stories that aid our parenting journeys. We will listen to stories from those who have gone ahead or gone a distance in the journey of parenting or raising children. We will learn how to pass values and wisdom for life to our children through stories. It's going to be rich and impactful every time you join us. Welcome again. My name is Joy Akinwami, your chief storyteller. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytelling for Parenting. I am your chief host, as usual, Joy Akinwami. Today, I want to tell you the story of brands. Mm -hmm. Yes, brands. But this time, how this story relates to your family, how brands relate to your family. So I want you to sit back, relax, get a cup of your favorite drink whilst I delve into today's lesson. Brands, personal brands, organizational brands, your personal brand, I know there's a lot of conversation around this um, word or sentence lately, but why brands and what's the connection with a family? Now, you know that a brand entails the character of a product or service that any business organization provides. Therefore, in the same way, your family brand or your home brand carries what your family is known for. It carries the character of your family. Do you remember anything the family you grew up in was known for? Was there something so unique to your family that um, every member of your family seems to characterize? There goes your brand. And brands are passed down from one generation to another. Brands need to be spelled out in the way that it suits an organization, a business, and your family. But you see, a brand needs time and effort to become ingrained and established. Therefore, you will need to take the time to do the work needed for your family brand to also become ingrained and established. Let's not forget that there are brands that come from things like um, religion or brands that come from um, a people, a group of people, an origin, a race, you know, a particular people. You can probably tell that someone or a group of people are of a particular origin because of certain things they do that are um, peculiar to them. So this is what a brand does. It carries the character of an organization. It carries the character of your family. Your brand is basically what you want to be known for. When your brand is seen outside, we know exactly where to trace that to. When you see a Coca-Cola product, you know it belongs to Coca-Cola and you know what to expect. Because over time, over so many years, their brand has become so Established and well known that you can't pass it by and um, pretend that you can't tell that it's a Coca-Cola brand. So having a brand for your home is part of being intentional. It means we are creating something of value that our children can pick up and run with and hopefully also pass down for generations to come. So you see, when you get asked this question, what do you want to be known for? Or sometimes people get asked, what do you want to be written on your tombstone? It might seem a little bit off, but it's basically a brand question. It's basically, what's that unique thing that you want to stand for? What do you even want to be known for? You know, what's that unique thing that drives your ambition that underpins what you do? basically a a brand question. A family brand distinguishes a family from another family. It is what comes to the mind of people around or others when um, your family name is mentioned or when they see your children exhibiting certain traits or certain characteristics or carrying out certain responsibilities and functions characteristics of um, your family brand will be seen in the lives of the member of your family so this begs the question what makes up my family brand what makes up your family brand values beliefs and culture values beliefs and culture These things, among so many other things, make up a family brand. So at the very core or foundation of the family brand, you will find these things. You would find values. You would find beliefs. You would find culture. Now, these three things I've mentioned make up or are part of the things that make up your family brand, but they derive from something. They derive from something. They originate from something. So the values and the beliefs and the culture, you know, that um, you find in a brand derive from the purpose of a family. It derives from That question, why are you a family? The purpose of a family. The reason why you have come together as husband and wife. And um, you are, you know, building a family. It's not just about the fact that you love each other. And so, yes, you want to have a family. What is the purpose? Now, God... Is deliberate about everything, even your family and the makeup of your family. He is not surprised that you're married to the person you're married to. Neither is he surprised that you have the number of children that you have with you. He's not surprised of your, about your family makeup and the way it is. God knows everything and he's so deliberate about it. Even if a person takes laws into their own hands and theirs, of course, or the cost that God has created, God is not taking it back. He's not running helter-skelter wondering what to do with the life of the person who has taken an unusual turn. So your home brand, your family brand, will derive largely from the purpose of your family. Have you ever asked yourself, what the purpose of your family is. Have you ever asked your spouse, your partner, why are we together? That's beyond just our love for each other. Why do we connect? And what is our connection for? What are we connecting to or connecting for? Is our connection beyond us in any way? Okay. So to find the purpose of a family one needs to go back to God. The purpose of a family cannot be conjured. It has, you know, to come from somewhere and God being the originator of families and um and that he he the Bible says he God he places the solitary. He places lonely people in families and he puts people around them. So how much more does he care for you, your family? How much more does he care for you? If God cares for people who seem um, like the whole world is so far away from them or they're so separated from the whole world, they're alone, and he connects them to people who will love them like a family, you see how important that is to God. Family is very important. So if, if God says to you, okay, for example, the Thompson family, I want you to be a family that gives. Then you know, that's what your purpose is as a family. You know, there are so many people who have different purposes. The purpose for one family is different from the purpose of of another family. Some people have, um, their family purpose as, you know, missionary work. And they do it. They go where God sets them. And they go as missionaries. Some, their purpose is to effect changes in different aspects of society. God's concerned about everything. He's concerned about media, concerned about finance, concerned about law, concerned about medicine, technology, engineering, you just name it. So, there is a purpose for your family because we all belong to the larger family of God. Every single family within that family has a specific purpose, you know, that God has given to them. Sometimes we create um, purposes Based on, or purposes are created based on the goals of the patriarchs of the family. And it is not spelt out or explained. And the reason behind this goal is not communicated well enough for it to be understood and imbibed by all. Most of the time it is imposed. When you find that this happens, you sometimes find friction at some point. know, in the family. One or two family members will go off in different directions seeking and pursuing something entirely different. And that's because, you know, no human being wants to be imposed on for the rest of their lives. It's It negates negates, um, our makeup as human beings. Okay. So, however, because God is wise, and he's also a loving father, when he gives a family their purpose, everyone in that family just seems to be attracted to it, no matter what they do. Now, the purpose will not be so restrictive that you cannot leave out the individual dreams on your inside that God has given you. It's the same God who puts the dreams and who puts the talents and who also gives the purpose for that family. So he doesn't restrict you with the purpose he gives your family and says, okay, you can't do any other thing else apart from this. No, He is dynamic. So you can see this in the workings of um, the way he, he, he puts people together in, from different backgrounds. That's how he is. God is not a monotonous God. He loves variety. He loves beautiful things because he's beautiful himself. So when God gives a family their purpose, everyone in that family will be attracted to it, like I said, regardless of what their individual goals and desires and talents are. For example, if you're called to be a family, a given family, I keep going back to this, all of you will be drawn to giving to the needy, giving to great causes, no matter what profession you pursue. The purpose of God will connect you every time. If you're a given family, you cannot look away from the purpose of your family. If you're a given family, you will pay more attention to giving to the needy, giving to the less privileged, giving to grace, great causes. You know, you pay more attention to that than the average person would. And for deeper reasons. It's kind of like um, deep calling on to deep kind of thing. So God Gives the purpose for each family, and each family should find out what their purpose is from God. I'll tell you a fun story. Many many years ago when I was in university, my mom came visiting. Bear in mind, at this time there were no mobile phones, we could only reach our parents by you know using phone booths and putting coins in them and dialing out or Um, Get connected to an uncle or aunt who lived close by who could somehow travel to speak to your parents or write a letter So she came visiting and she found out that I had no more um, food stuff and food items or comestibles to um, feed myself She had heard that I was always cooking and feeding people And she was a bit furious so she thought, oh, I gave you food to sustain you throughout the semester and halfway through the semester, you haven't got any food. Now, there are two sides to it. To this. There is the side of me being able to manage what I had and there's also the side of me giving. Now, so my mom threatened to give me only money to eat out and, you know, take away all my utensils and whatever. But she quickly stopped herself because she realized that I was only playing out what I had seen at home. I had seen my parents give over and over and over again regardless of who it was. To this day I don't even know how many people their lives have blessed. I don't I can't tell you neither can they. I grew up in a home where um my father never saw it The bad thing to feed people till they were full. So if you're coming from a long journey and you happen to be in our house, you would eat so well and feel so comfortable. That's how my parents brought us up. And in university, I I saw other people who did not have as much as I had, you know, in terms of food. There were people. who who depended on the kind um, gestures of other people who had food to share. I knew people who lived each day praying for a miracle of sustenance. There were people who could eat only once a day. And I wanted to be someone else's miracle for something as little as just filling their tummies to be able to study in school. So you see, the purpose of your family will draw your children. When you see it displayed in your family, you will not be taken aback because, like I said, um, everyone in your family will be attracted to it. Now, when you come together as husband and wife, or you come together, you come with separate, you know, ambitions and dreams and goals, but somewhere in between there you have to find where you connect this is why same page parenting is very important i advocate for it parenting on the same page you come together hopefully knowing that you want to start a family and um knowing that um there's you want to start a family and build certain things in life and as such you should have a family brand I think a family brand should be written down. And just in case you don't realize, you and your spouse are the leaders of your home. Every parent is a leader. Therefore, you as the parent leader should have a unique brand for your home, for your family, for your organization. And like I said, I think it should be written down. It's like the code of conduct you know, of your family or code of conduct for your family. Tell your children what you stand for. Tell them what your family stands for. Why are we unique? What makes us different? What do we want to live for? You could involve them if you don't have, you know, um, a brand written down already you can also re- rebrand. It is pop- it is very possible that you have previously set your mind on certain things before now and drew your code of conduct or your brand after those things that you set your mind on previously. But now, you have grown and you think you, you need to realign with the purpose that God has given you and what you want to be known for. Then you can rebrand. You see, when God had a particular purpose for a person in the bible be it abraham be it jacob aaron david it is it was usually not just for one person it was a generational purpose because god sees so far down the line more than we do okay i'll pick someone like aaron in the bible aaron's family for example were set apart to become priests. And if they fell out of the purpose for any reason then it meant they fell out of alignment um it could have been that someone like one of his sons would have wanted you know to pick up a sword and fight like every other soldier in israel maybe he felt unimportant as a priest But it was up to his parents to remind him of the purpose of their family and how their role was also as important as the role of a leader, of of a soldier. They were priests. The people of um, Israel depended on them to make, to create the right atmosphere for worship, you know, to help them with following the laws of God. So you see, our purposes, our family purposes, goes beyond our immediate families and this will extend for generations if we know it and if we take it to heart and we work with it and once you know what your purpose is then you begin to create values then you begin to create beliefs and culture that match your purpose so you begin to ask yourself questions what values do we need to have to fulfill our purpose What cultures or culture do we need to imbibe for us to be um, this thing or this people that God wants us to be? What beliefs? So you set it, you draw it. You have to write it out. Spell it out and take them back to God. Lord, do these match the kind of people you want us to be? You know, Back to Aaron's family. Aaron's family were called the Levites. The Levites were priests, like I said. And there were certain things they needed to do which formed their own culture and they had to pass it down because till this day, every Levite priest is from the loins of Aaron. So you set the culture one building block after the other this is not to say that on a daily basis people will not want to project on you what you should do and how you should do it with your family this becomes confusing when you don't know the purpose of your family or the purpose for your family but when you know what it is you can vet what is coming at you through the purpose that god has given you you can't just conjure what you think your purpose should be When you know what it is, you spelt it out, you have cascaded it, even your children will be able to decipher from what's being projected on them and what they know that they stand for. So strong brands are strong brands. Okay, They cannot be missed easily. They are known across the board, across the world. For example, Nike will always be Nike. If you can tell the difference, you will not be deceived. The same goes for so many other corporations and conglomerates. So for you to make your brand, um, to write your brand and make it clear, you know, create posters, maybe, and, you know, this is our home, this is our purpose, these are our values, you know, And this is our culture. And what does culture say? Culture is basically the way we do things around here. This is the way we do things around here. And this is what we believe. Spell it out as the children grow. up, So that when they begin to interact and they begin to see or hear or get enticed with other types of um, values and cultures that don't match yours, they can tell the difference. So you do all of this and it's very important to know that um, you create your values and your culture and your beliefs around the reason for your existence. Organizations do this. I've heard someone say that leaders should take you from parenting if they're gonna become great leaders. So organizations create what they do their existence. How can you make your brand established? Consistency is a big word there. It is consistency that makes a brand grow. This is not to say you will not encounter opposition. This is not to say you will not meet with competition outside. But you've got to stick to your guns. Your unique selling point. That thing that makes you unique and different. It is in sticking to your guns that your brand gets established. So consistency makes a brand grow. And God does expect us to be consistent. Remember when he was speaking to the children of Israel about how he wanted them to pass down the culture and their values and their beliefs? He said, write it where people can find it. Talk about it when your children, when you're working with your children, say it over and over again and pass it on and on and on. So God is so big on consistency and that's because he's consistent himself. He's so steadfast in everything that he does. So God expects us to be consistent with establishing our brands. Make it visible. It can also help and encourage another person, you know, who's never had to think about their family brands to sit down and plan. When you write it down and you make it visible, you have something to hand over because it's easier for your children to grasp and see because it's everywhere. You don't have to... um, become overbearing when you're trying to drive on a point. And children will go on to live their lives and fashion their own brands. But rest assured that they will be taking cue from your brand, which from your family brand which is inviting them. Another way that you can solidify your brand is through something called cathedral thinking, which I really love. Cathedral thinking is a concept that I love. And cathedral thinking was propounded in medieval times. And it is the thinking behind the many cathedrals we see around the world today, which were built with durable materials, hard labor and um, sweat, so that generations to come might use and enjoy the buildings in all their glory. Now, this concept connotes having a vision that reaches far. Basically, a long-term vision. Reaches farther than the visionary. Reaches farther than the present. It speaks also of having a clear blueprint of what was sought from the beginning. No wonder um, no wonder someone um, um, William James said the great use of life Is to spend it for something that will outlast you. Cathedral thinking, isn't it? Or Jim Rohn, who says all good men and women must take responsibility to create legacies that will take the next generation to a level we could only imagine. This is one very um, effective way of solidifying. Cathedral thinking helps the formation of your brand. It supports the establishment of your brand. I can think of a few people in the Bible who I can say applied, you know, now I can say applied cathedral thinking. And the very first person I can think about is Abraham. Remember, I said you can create your family, your brand, your family brand from your purpose as a family. And the reason you're in existence So back to Abraham, God gives Abraham his purpose. He tells him he'll become the father of nations. He'll be a great nation. His descendants will be like the dust of the earth. His family will be distinguished in the earth. Then in Genesis 18, God was thinking aloud and he admitted that he could not hide his plans from Abraham. So he, God said to, he knew Abraham will teach his children to keep the way of the Lord and to also do what is right. So that what God promised Abraham as the father of many nations will come to pass. So God's purpose for Abraham will come to pass because Abraham will create a family brand. Okay. Which in it will have culture, beliefs, values, which they will run with to make sure that the purpose for their family came to pass. Many years later, after the patriarch's passing, the code of conduct and brand, complete with all their values, all their ways of life, culture was passed down to Isaac, then passed to Jacob, and to Jacob's 12 sons, and for many generations to this day. to this day, when you think about the children of Abraham, and they begin to count, the whole nation of Israel today are all descendants of Abraham, wherever they are. You have American Jews, Ethiopian Jews, you have British Jews, you have German Jews, you have all sorts of Jews. They're just everywhere. And I tell you that You'll find the brand, the very brand that was passed down. If not in its entirety, you would you would find um, certain resemblances to it. None of them is completely isolated. That is the strength of a family brand. Today, you and I. Have lived to see, you know, or are living in this where we see so many of Abraham's children. And do we see the purpose for the um, the purpose that God gave that family, that God gave to the patriarch, of that family, come to pass now? We see it. So, brands are uh, your family brand is very important, it lives beyond you, it's beyond you and your two children beyond you and your four children it's it's your code of conduct it's it's the character of your family it's who you want to be is what you want to be known for in your family so i encourage you today no matter where you are on your parenting journey you can create a brand for your family if you have children who have left home possibly started their own families or are close staffing their own families hopefully you're able to um, help give good advice that can also help them to build their own family brands your family brand derives from the purpose for your existence as a family and like I said write it down make it plain Like the Bible says in Habakkuk, write it down, make it plain, which means make it clear and accessible, make it visible so that the one who sees it, your children, your neighbor may run with it, your children most importantly, so that they may run with it. You are able to also encourage another person with your brand to spur someone on to start to think about theirs. So go about asking God for the purpose of your family if you have not already done so. And as leaders of your home, sit down with your spouse, draw what your brand should look like from this purpose that you have been given. Then decide what values you want, what culture you need to imbibe, your children need to imbibe and live out to become what god has called you to first of all be and then do i hope you have enjoyed this episode i hope um you would give us a thought give you know creating your family brand a thought looking through your purpose thinking about your values as a family you know thinking about your culture as a family I do hope you've enjoyed this um, episode on Storytelling for Parenting. Please subscribe, however you're listening. Leave your comments and most importantly, please share with other parents like you. Until I come to you with another story, have a splendid, splendid time and God bless you. Take care and bye-bye.